All right, welcome to Boston Celtics Game Day Reactions. This is your host, Guy DiPosito. This is the first of hopefully many podcasts going through the reactions of today's game. Uh, Today is December 15th, following the first preseason basketball game of this season. 79 days we have waited which in the grand scheme of things is a very short period of time. I'm excited to dive into some game day reactions here. Uh, The biggest thing for me that I was looking for in this preseason game was to see how more so all of the rookies kind of played together, see where they fit in. I'm going to go through all of the players today. Going all the way down from Tatum, down to Jeff Teague, Tremont Waters. Give you my initial reactions. Uh, As far as Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, you know exactly what you're going to get. Tatum played well. Jalen Brown played well. Marcus Smart looked like an early contender for Defensive Player of the Year again. I know he's coming in with odds this year of actually being that. Uh, So it's very exciting to see him off to a very good start in that respect. Uh, But where I want to start today is with the play of Jeff Teague. I think if you go back the last four, five, six years, one of the things that we have lacked is that true backup point guard. I think Jeff Teague, what he brings to this Celtics team is that veteran leadership that we have lacked severely over the last couple of years, especially at that point guard position. Yes, we had Kyrie Irving, that, you know, veteran that really was just toxic in the locker room. And I think Jeff Teague is a complete different player. Uh, We saw him come in today. Four for four from three, seven for nine total on the day with 18 points. I know Tyler Hero's nickname is a bucket. Jeff Teague was a bucket today. Played really well. I think he really solidified himself as that sixth man uh, coming off the bench. You know, granted Kemba coming back full strength. Another backup point guard that I was extremely impressed with, Peyton Pritchard. 22 minutes, 6 of 10 shooting, ended up with 16 points. And it's not, it's not the points that I'm overly thrilled about, but what I am thrilled about is just the way he impacted the game when he was there. I think one of the things, my first initial reaction was... Did he held the ball too long? Uh, very first possession, I think he dribbled for what felt like nine seconds out of the shot clock. And ever since that possession, he completely changed. Uh, one of the things he did really well was attacking the zone, playing really well on defense, which for a guy that is his size uh, was a little bit surprising for me. I know Danny Ainge has preached uh, – Pritchard's defense, his grittiness, uh, and I think a lot of that shined through today. Uh, you saw a couple different instances where you know he made a great defensive play. He ran the floor. 
He ended up setting up the Time Lord, which we'll get to later in this podcast, on a great alley-oop. Had a couple of other really good assists, too. The one downfall, and I don't see this being a huge issue moving forward, is him driving to the basket and really just leaving a pass too low. You saw this about four or five times tonight where he's driving to the basket and Taco Fall is, you know, again, massive. Uh, But he's leaving these really short passes to him. And it's something that Taco Fall is never going to get to. Uh, Granted, that's never going to happen (laughs) in the regular season. I don't see Taco Fall ever playing during the regular season. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. If he can bring some sort of presence, I think he has a, he has some potential to do something. That something I, I don't I don't see being huge for the Celtics this year. Uh, and you know, while Pritchard did have a couple turnovers driving the basket, uh, trying to dump it off to Taco Fall, I don't think those turnovers are going to happen when you have a guy like Tice. When you have a guy like Grant Williams, when you have a guy like Tristan Thompson, all who have really good hands down low, uh, I don't think those turnovers are going to be there. And I think that Pritchard really solidified himself as a as a rotation type player. I mean, you saw you saw him out on the out on the court for twenty two minutes. You know, again, preseason game. This is exactly what Brad's trying to figure out, and I think he found a rotation player that he can go to that really has incredible handles and can just score. You know, 16 points for the young fella. Really enjoyed watching him play. I would say the biggest surprise for me in the entire first half, Neesmith. Where the hell was Neesmith? I was expecting him to be really moved into that starting rotation for this preseason game. And he didn't come in until the third quarter. When he came in, he showed us a lot. He came in and did exactly what he said he was going to do. He came in, sank a couple threes. Uh, One of the things that I was more so surprised about with him was his ability to crash the glass. Uh, he had, I think it was two offensive rebounds, five total rebounds on the day, um, and really just came in with energy. You know, I think Milton really got the best of them. First three possessions, I'm pretty sure every single time down the court, uh, Milton scored against them in the beginning. And, uh, you know, Neesmith with his body, with his frame, Turned it around after a little bit. Uh, There was another possession where, again, I believe it was Milton, might have been Harris, that drove past him, got, you know, got the first step past him, and Neesmith recovered with a nice block. Uh, He had a couple offensive rebounds. He he really looked well. Like, he played very well today. And that's something that I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more of uh, in this next game as well against the Nets, the final preseason, and hopefully we can we can start to see him kind of move into 
another type rotation type player. I think the more rotation players that we have, the better that we're going to be moving forward. We have a lot of players on the roster that, you know, really could use some rest. And Neesmith is one of those guys that really can fit in with that second unit and just score. I think if you go and look at a, a second second team roster, I would say, for the Celtics, I mean, if you put Jeff Teague, Pritchard, Neesmith, you know, you toss in, you know, either Jalen or Jason, uh, and then maybe a Grant Williams, you've got you've got scoring, you've got defense, you've got everything you really need to continue along that stretch and give those starters a little bit more rest. Uh, and I think that's something that we really haven't had in the, the recent past. I'm very excited to see that moving forward. One of the players that I came in this game with extremely high expectations was Grant Williams. Um, when you look at what he did last year in the beginning of the season, he was okay. Didn't get much time. 0 for 25 to start from three-pointer. And then Corona hit. And we ended up going into the bubble. And Grant Williams just flipped a switch that I really don't think anyone saw coming. Uh, it was something that the Celtics desperately needed. Unfortunately, still fell short on that. But I was expecting Grant Williams to really build off of that. And, you know, tonight, while he did a couple of things really well, he still fell short in a couple of areas for me. You saw him tonight defend Joel Embiid. You saw him defend Ben Simmons. You saw him defend Harris, Tobias Harris, and overall did well. Uh, I would say offensively, he's still timid, which I don't know if I'm that upset about. Again, with the addition of Teague, Pritchard, Neesmith, and then obviously your your normal starters and scorers in Tatum and Brown, I don't think you need him to be a big scoring threat. But having him shoot and not be timid is going to stretch the floor and make it a lot easier for everybody. So I am looking forward to seeing him really take a a bigger leap this year and really solidify him as, you know, one, a, a great defender because I think he has a lot of versatility and an okay shooter. Not a great shooter, not even a good shooter, just an okay shooter, a guy that if he's open, he'll hit a shot. Uh, so that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to there. We saw a little bit of Tremont Waters. And I'm going to be honest, not much changed from last year. I think he still can be good down the line. I don't think it's his time. The next guy that I was hoping would make a big leap and I didn't have I didn't have a huge I really don't have much faith in him and that's Carson Edwards 
I was hoping for a jump this year, and I don't think we saw that. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna lay down a hot take on the very first episode, I don't I don't know if Carson Edwards is gonna play more than fifty minutes all year. I don't see it. I I just don't see it. We've got Pritchard that played a hell of a lot better than he did. Jeff Teague a hell of a lot better than he did. And another guy, which I'll get to in a little bit here too, Javante Green, that played a hell of a lot better than he did. We have that guard depth now that I just I don't see a fit for Carson Edwards. And it's sad to say I was a huge Carson Edwards fan in college. And when he got drafted in the back end of that draft, I was jacked up thinking that he was going to be that scoring presence that we really needed. And he has not really solidified himself in that role. Uh, Javante Green, on the other hand, made a made a leap. We all know if you are an avid Celtics fan that Javante Green is about as athletic as they come. He's right up there with Jalen Brown and Robert Williams. Uh, Javante Green got the start tonight. Didn't play a ton of minutes as far as starters go. Only fourteen. But what he did really well was take advantage of the shots that he had. Uh, And one of the things, I mean, you saw the incredible alley-oop from Jalen Brown to Javante Green off the Jalen Brown steal. Uh, One of the things that Javante Green did better today than he's done, I guess, ever that I've seen him is on the defensive end. He was fast, he was moving his feet, he kept guys in front of him, and I think that was one of the reasons that he really didn't see much playing time last year. You saw a lot of other a lot of reps just stay within the starting core. And granted, Gordon Hayward gone. It's another another man that is going to be you need to fill his minutes, right? And I think Javante Green can can do something this year. Uh, he is a guy that can shoot, and man, is he athletic. So I'd love, I'd love to see him, you know, getting more alley oops. You know, may, I know we go to the Clippers, you know, back probably, I don't know, I'm probably dating myself like 10 years at this point until Lob City. We might have some of that this year between Javante Green and Robert Williams. And I would say Robert Williams is the other guy. He is the he is one of the guys that everybody has talked about and we've seen we saw a glimpse of it last year in the in the playoffs that he really took a step forward. And I know there's been a lot of interviews. Carol Lawson said this like he has matured a lot from last season to this season whether it's talking to the press knowing what he needs to do on defense um, and and talking. And I think that that's something that he really needed to take a, a step forward in. I do not know how I feel about Robert Williams. I think he is extremely athletic, can jump out of the gym, great at blocking shots, and the other thing that he does really well is just run the floor. 
You saw it with Peyton Pritchard on the alley-oop from Peyton. I mean, you see it all over the all over the game. His footprint is there. He's running the floor on offense, on fast breaks. And if you look at the Celtics historically, we like to run. We we push the tempo. When you have guys like Jalen Brown, like Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker's the same way. We're going to push the ball up the court. And Robert Williams fits into that mold. And I, I liked seeing that from him. But the big issue with Robert Williams for me is the same issues that we had last year with him. He's late on defense, on rotations. He jumps too often. Some of them obviously lead to blocks. Uh, and he did have you know one of those tonight and a couple other altered shots and he looked he looked good on some of the defensive plays and then some of them he's letting up everything again guarding Joel Embiid not an easy task uh and I would say I, I like to see him really body Embiid one time but you didn't see it enough and I think he gets caught up looking at the ball too often that he loses sight of his defender. And it, it's just a tough look. It's a really tough look. I think he is someone that is going to get a lot more time this year. It is weird to say this, but we actually have some depth at the center position. You know, If we decide to go small, we have the ability to put Grant Williams in there. Um, and then we also have Tice returning, who, in my opinion, is still going to be the starter. But we had a massive upgrade in Tristan Thompson, who I think is going to see the majority of those second unit minutes. So I'm not entirely sure where he's going to fit in unless he continues to develop some of these defensive skills. We all know that Brad Stevens is a huge defensive-minded coach, and as long as Robert Williams is still making these mistakes, I don't see a lot of minutes for him. Outside of, you know, these preseason games where we're trying to figure it out. Moving on, I think, to another player that is just really disappointing to me is Shemi Ojale. Again, one he is a really, really good defensive player. He can guard almost any position, moves his feet well, but God, he just he has not he has not gotten better offensively. He is the most timid I have ever seen someone with the ball. And, you know, I want to love him. And I want him to do well. It's just, it's really hard to see someone that's been in the league for as long as he has. And not that it's a long time, but as far as the Celtics team goes, he's one of the veterans. Like, he's got to figure something out. Like, one for three from the three, but a lot of the times, and this is something that doesn't show up in stats, he's so indecisive whenever he gets the ball. Does he shoot? 
Does he drive? Does he pass? He never has quite figured it out. I just, I, I don't know. The three guys that, you know, we really don't even need to talk too much about because I think we all know what we're going to get is Tatum, Smart, and Brown. Uh, I'm very excited for this season with all three of them kind of leading the team offensively. And I think with Tatum and Brown continuing to develop the way that they have developed in their first, second, third, uh, and continuous years for Brown, we're in for a treat. I think Jason Tatum right now, ranked 11, I think he's going to move himself into that top 10 tier. Uh, Jalen Brown ranked, I believe it was 32. Uh, I think he's going to move into that top 25. I think this year is going to be an all-star year for him. I'm excited for it. Um, and I think we've got a, I think we've got a really, really good year ahead of us for the Celtics. Uh, we saw Giannis sign the Supermax. Man, that guy is getting paid. And the East got a lot tougher. Uh, but I still think the Celtics can really make a run at this. So that right there is my game day reaction for the first preseason game of this year. Hope you all enjoyed. Hope you tune into the next episode coming out shortly. See you soon, Celtics fans.